Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Mariah Report. Back in time. Welcome. Hello, lambs. Back in time. Here we are. This is one of my favorite, favorite, I guess, specials. It's a special. Yeah, it's just... The MTV Shining Through the Rain. Yeah, and we're talking about it because we're kind of in that climate again in terms of in Mariah land after the New Year's Eve debacle. Yeah. I think a lot of lambs freaked out. And are they worried about Mariah's career and the legacy? And the reality the reality is, this is Mariah's story. You go up, you go down, you have moments. I mean, I think that's everybody's story. Pretty much. If it's not, you're one lucky bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think for like, especially the new uh, Mariah fans, they, have, they didn't experience the Glitter Saga. So this is kind of uh, what happens after something bad goes down. Or what yeah. you think is bad. It's not really bad. It's not really bad. Um, I mean, it did... It, Mariah popped right back up after Glitter. She popped right back up after New Year's. Yeah. We're fine. Exactly. But this is a fun special to just relive and like I remember those days. I just think like MTV did such a great job on this. Yes. Like it was for the um, Charm Bracelet album promotion. It really was helping everything that she did to um, gear up for this Charm Bracelet release was sort of like putting her image. It was reintroducing us to Mariah and why we love Mariah. Like the personal yeah. side of Mariah. Yeah. Like why we can relate to her. Um, you know, when she talks about her dad and her family and, you know, her issues growing up and things like that. Like MTV just did a really great job of wrapping that all up into one from the personal moments to the performances to the fan interactions. Yes. It was all really, really, really well done. That's why this is one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's fantastic. Just outside of the whole everything that's going on, they just really gave us, you know, a good show. A, a good show. Exactly. A good look at who Mariah is yes. from all angles. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love it. Yeah, they definitely So we are going back to December of 2002, y'all. Well, let's just clarify what, what the climate was. Glitter had happened. Right. Uh it was the disaster. The press came for her and dragged her through the mud. Yeah. About every little thing, everything went wrong. Everybody hated her. Everybody was, thought she was absolutely crazy. Jumped on the hate wagon. Her career's over. I um, mean, I've never seen anything it. like it. Like go from everybody loves Mariah, yeah, to overnight she's crazy and let's talk shit about her. Yeah, it was absurd, big time. It was crazy. No, I I've never like what in the world happened. Like my mind could not get like settled in on that. I was just like, why? What is going on? I know. It's just it was like, weird. It was as if people were like were waiting for it to happen. Well, I think it. sometimes they are waiting for it to happen. It's just because people love to kick people when they're down. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but like in general, you know, because you just, 
don't get me into the therapist's office here, Martin, because I'll tell these people something's wrong with them. Like, why would you want to do that? Like, it's so stupid. Yeah, I know. Why would you? Yeah. So, but here we are. We're going back into the upswing here with Charm Bracelet. And I think all the promotion was on point. Like, this day that this came out, which I believe was the album release day, she did Oprah in the morning. She did this at night. She did a Dateline NBC thing all in one day. Because I specifically remember, like, having to run around and make sure I caught all of them. And I think, like, this special was on at the same time that the NBC Dateline special was on. Uh And I was like, how am I going to watch both of them? And how am I going to record both of them on this VHS tape? What am I going to (laughs) do? My life, the stress. Like, Mariah was literally all over the place. And Charm uh, Charm Bracelet's first single was Through the Rain. So Through the Rain was out, the video was out and things. But now we're getting Mariah talking about what really happened. Yeah. And she's for talking. the first time. Yeah. Actually, so, actually talking about right. it. Right. And she's giving us like really what's going on. How did this all happen? Uh-huh. Um, and she sat down with John Norris of MTV. Yeah. And who was great. And they've done many, many interviews together. They're very friendly with each other. And I think he did a perfect job at interviewing her um, to really showcase why everybody loves loves Mariah. Yeah. Well, so so we're gonna talk about the interviews section, because this this special is in like kind of three different sections. There's interviewing, there's performances, and fan, like behind the scene fan moments, fans interacting with Mariah. Yeah. And they're all, they're all separate things. All separate things, but all edited together really well. Yeah. The music is amazing. They use the Through the Rain remixes. They use... Yeah. Um, One Sweet Day. One Sweet Day, Irresistible. Yeah. All kinds of like random, well, what we would think would be random Mariah songs, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it was just really well done. Yeah. I just can't get enough of it. Like going back and watching it. Yeah, we watched like, it like three times now. <laughs> when I remember this going on, and we'll talk about it a little bit later when we talk about the set list and the songs, I was just like, oh my God, like Mariah is just like down in the dumps. I can't believe this. But then watching it, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. This is the most amazing thing. I, know, I still to this day love it. And it was funny, like back in the day when this was happening, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, she looks a bit disheveled. Her voice is a bit strange. That's not singing as well. But now I look back and I'm like, wow, it's wow, so good. Right? You're it's like, amazing. oh my God, she sang the hell out of that. Yeah. No, it really was because I think this is one of the first times that like you could hear that Mariah's voice has changed. Uh-huh. It's not like it used to be. And you're like, oh, wait a minute, you know? And it's probably um, just post-stress, post-everything, all the stress yeah, well, that yeah, happened. Yeah, absolutely. Just, but looking back at it, you're like, really this good. is golden. Yeah. This is golden, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we'll get more into that a little later. Let's start with the amazing interview by the lovely John Norris. Yeah. So they're out the gate, they're talking about the breakdown and what happened. Mm-hmm. And just to clarify what went on. Because at the time, those suicide rumors, nervous breakdown, mental breakdown. Mental, physical, of, you know. And like, all what the exactly does... Yeah, she had every <laughs> breakdown possible. <laughs> yeah. That breakdown, this breakdown, and split ends. It's uh-huh. like, come on, guys. Yeah. Can we give her a break? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is very vague when you say a mental, emotional 
or an emotional and physical breakdown, I think was the exact words from Cindy Berger. Um, because that's very and abstract. And like, what do you say? What does that like, mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Because, you know, when you say breakdown, it's like you think, and Mariah says this interview in the interview, she's like, it's not like I like had seven different personalities and went crazy. Yeah. It's not like she was like bashing in car windows with umbrellas after shaving her head bald. <laughs> yeah. This was just like overworked. Yeah, run down. Run down, exhausted, broken, literally, like literally broken down. exhausted. The car broke down. You wore it out. Right. If you don't put gas in the car and change the oil, honey, yeah. it ain't moving. Uh-huh. The wheels are not rolling. Yeah. So that's so out the gate. So there's asking what happened, addressing all the all the breakdowns. And she says, I just needed sleep. Like I was just mm-hmm. exhausting myself. Working, working, working. Yeah. Because, and that all stems to this major work ethic that Mariah has of constantly wanting to work is because she constantly has that fear of going back to where she came from and having nothing again. Yeah, she she says that. Yeah. Those exact words in this interview, just saying, I'm always, I'm afraid the rug's going to get pulled out from under me and I'm going to be back in the shack in the one-bedroom house Twiddling my thumbs, crying myself to sleep. Yeah. You know? But... Prior to that, where it all really stemmed from is the fact that I grew up poor. I come from an interracial family. I always felt like the rug could be pulled out from under me. And I've always had this incredible work ethic where I was afraid that if I didn't work twice as hard as everybody else, I wouldn't succeed. And everything I'd worked for my whole life would be gone and I'd be back living in like a little tiny room in a shack. So, you know, if I had an in-store and I hadn't slept for 20 hours, I would never blow off an in-store or not go because I might disappoint one fan. What I needed was to just have some boundaries in my life, to take care of myself, to say no sometimes because I never wanted to say no because I never wanted to let the fans down because I don't know how. And I didn't. I do know a little bit better now, but I never knew how to draw the line. And it's very true. And again, one thing that I love about this interview is no matter where the interview goes, she's always very open about it. Mm-hmm. With the breakdown, with her childhood, like she really does tell the truth and like really gets you. And it makes her much more relatable. Exactly. I also think just editing wise, when they like cut to like close ups of her face and, and like and really yeah. focus in on like her eyes yeah. during certain parts, it adds like that extra emotion to it and you really get taken in and you're really like plugged into what she's saying and you're like oh my god like you know it's those you know you feel like you feel for her you're like girl i get you i I get you yeah i feel like watching this now we kind of are in a similar situation because like when glitter was happening it i don't want to say things were getting out of hand but those um the short or extra short and the the bandana bra was on and it was just kind of new, a new Mariah people weren't used to, a bit over the top. And I think this kind of is her coming back down to earth. She's wearing jeans. She's wearing a hoodie. Very simplistic. Very relatable. Very relatable. And I think we're kind of in a similar era where like the over the top diva is becoming too much and people want to cut that down. And, and she's not talking in interviews. Like I kind of miss this humble jeans and a hoodie Mariah who's talking and, and, and being relatable and giving us, you know, some insight into what's really going on in her life. Yeah. Other than, you know, cause these days I feel like she doesn't talk about anything. No, it's just darling, darling diamonds and darlings. Yeah. And I don't want to say, I, you know, and that's fine. Uh-huh. Whatever. And I got a secret. 
secret project. Secret yeah, yeah, coming soon. Don't worry. Soon, yeah. no, I can't. I can't reveal anything. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Well, thanks for letting us know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this Mariah is completely different. This is the Mariah we love. Right. So exactly. Much. So we still um, love her, but this is like we still love her. extra love. We still Mariah. love her, yeah. but this is just again, it's just everything that happens in this particular interview. Yeah. Is is amazing. The whole special is amazing. Uh. Okay. One so, thing. Well, after all the breakdown talk, she kind of gets comes to the conclusion. The problem was she needs to learn to say no. Right. Which is also the what Oprah was teaching in that era too. Like you got to learn to say no to stop working so much and it's okay to disappoint some people. Right. Well, I think here's what happened from my just general overview of Mariah when she got into this career, she was really being guided and suffocated by, you know, those people around her. So when she comes out of that and now she has to be on her own with her own management, she now is the one saying she's now in control. But then she doesn't realize that she has to delegate a lot of things to other people. You can't do everything yourself, Mariah. Yeah. It's just impossible. Mm -hmm. I know you want to have a hand in everything, but and I think this is where she learned this big lesson, is you cannot be in control of everything. You have to let other people do things for you. You have to put your trust in them. Otherwise, you're just going to end up exhausted and, you know, collapsing on the floor again. And a major factor would probably also be that she signed the biggest ever recording contract in the world. Right. There was millions and millions of dollars. She probably just had to work. Felt the need to she like felt earn the that pressure. money. Yeah, she felt the pressure of having to be successful. Yeah, and wanting to work and show them that I'm good, you know. And it's a whole new world for Mariah now. Literally, a whole new world. Yeah, and she's trying to do her best, and she just over overdoes it, overdoes it in every way. Yeah. Um, and I think she she talks about that as well. Well, yeah, she like the interviews are great. Like you have to watch them. Like we can never justify what. Just watching it is such a such a fun experience, right? To watch her talk about this stuff, it's just it's and insightful. Well, you know, and here's the one part of the interview that I really loved and enjoyed was, um, I mean, no, I don't want to hear about anybody's you know parents passing away, but how Mariah was so open and revealing about her relationship with her father Yeah, was so, I mean, when Mariah gets like teary eyed like that, I, I almost want to start crying. I know, and I'm I know. like, Oh my God, my poor Mariah. But she told some, a really interesting story about how they had a kind of disconnect in their relationship. And then they finally reconnected. She found out that like he had a box of all the stuff that she would give mm-hmm. him as a kid or make or send him. Yes. I want to see that, and that box. Like, you know, and then she thinks like, you know, that he doesn't know anything about her career. Yeah. And he's not following her and he doesn't know. Because I thought he didn't even know my songs. And people were like, come on, like he doesn't know your songs. But he just didn't talk about it. He thought like when I was singing in Vision of Love, Suffered from Alienation, all those things I was saying, he thought that was about him, like me feeling abandoned by him, which it totally wasn't. And we had this whole conversation, which was like, look, that, you know, it's just about how I've always felt growing up. I always felt different being you know multiracial i didn't really feel like i knew where i fit in i felt this way that when we had like this intense conversation and then he said to someone else you know mariah told me such and such that really means so much to me that lifted such a burden off me meanwhile i never knew it so i just thank god that i had that time and that we were able to clear the air of everything you know if you don't communicate that it's easy how the her, her father could like interpret, interpret that, that exactly. as being for against him. Because that's what we do all day long is trying to interpret these songs. You put your own meaning to it. Yeah, you never know. So that was his interpretation of that song. 
but it was completely not about him. And yeah. she was just so grateful that they could come together before his passing and, uh, you know, air out all of those things and remake that connection. Yeah. And, you know, and the whole sunflower story. Oh, my God. That was a good... That, now we, that makes me want to cry, too. Uh-huh. So, you know, her dad was uh, had some al- al- allergic issues to flowers. So when every was time sick. that she would yeah. come to visit him, she could only bring sunflowers. And then her mom was like, oh, well, we used to grow sunflowers when you were little uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. So now, there's this whole story, this whole like 360 coming together of like through the rain video with the sunflowers and the song sunflowers and like the father. And oh, my God, it was just amazing. Yeah. She explains why it's a thing. Yeah. It's not just like a random idea. It's not like the, hey, let's pick the fucking sunflower for this one. <laughs> no, it, there is such significance and meaning behind it. And I love that information. She also like opens up about the label and like what happened. Mm-hmm. The they talk about um, her breakup with Luis Miguel, and she talks about that. Um, right at the time, people were saying, "Oh, this is she broke up with Luis, and that's kind of sent her into a downward spiral." Yeah, she like clarifies no. all that. It's like why why you uh, always think it's the woman being broken up with? That's yeah. what she said on Oprah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it's like you know nobody knows what happened there. It was probably him lying and cheating. Yeah, uh, you know, doing his dirty deeds. Playing and Mariah's like, oh, I'm not having this. Uh-huh. But then remember in the interview, she was like. Um, so it was over in my mind, but then like it wasn't over. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so y'all still getting it in, uh-huh. but Mariah has like emotionally checked out. Yeah. Got it. I still think We Belong Together is about him. I don't think so. I don't know. I do. I, I mean, you never know. Who knows? Because it sounds like this situation, like breaking up, but not together, but she dumped him, but didn't mean it. Anyway, that's a different story. That's a different story. It could be. It could be. It could be a million things. Again, just like talking about the vision of love. Mariah has like, you know, she knows what she's doing. She knows. But it's up to interpretation. But then there was also that whole like Eminem thing as well was going on. And the the issue between them. Yeah. And this, I think this is the first time where Mariah was like, I've slept with this many people. On one hand. On my hand. Less than a hand. Less. And I was like, oh. Isn't it? You can fit them on a hand? She could sleep with less. She can count the number of men she's been with on less than one hand. Yeah, that could be I three. I think that's what it is. It could be two. Yeah. Four. But that whole thing, the whole Eminem thing, which just was out of control. Yeah. So among the people that you were uh, romantically linked with for a while, there was uh, Eminem. Was there anything to that? To the romantically linked? Yes. Like yeah, I did that you guys were together. Together in what way? Well, sexually. No, we were not together sexually. No romance. We were not together sexually. I hung out with him. I talked to him many times. I thought he was a cool person. It was fun. Hip, hip, hooray. But anything else (laughs) did not occur. (laughs) Okay, so watch watch that. Just watch this special just for the interviews alone. Just the interview alone is like, it's so insightful. It's just like, oh my God. Again, I just wish we had like more stuff like that from Mariah. I know. We get it every once in a while, but it's nowadays it's few and far between. Our friend, our our listener, Instagram friend, um, Good Boy, Bad Boy, he 
I remember once he wrote a comment on one of our questions, I think it was after the New Year's Eve debacle, just saying she needs to turn down the diva like 60%. And I'm like, yeah, I miss this Mariah. Yeah. Like tone down regular girl from the block that can just sing real well. Yeah. I miss her. I know. She's still there. She's it's still just, there. We, you need, know, we need her back. We we get a different image given to us. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all a facade that we see. Yeah. But know? I feel like this in this interview, we're getting we're getting the real, real Mariah. We're getting the real. I mean, yeah, but that's I just, I just think like overall in celebrity, you know, in the celebrity hood of things, mm. everything anybody puts out now is just a facade. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just Mariah that like puts up this wall no. of this persona, but hers is just the one that's over the fucking top. Right. You know? Because I think in today's yeah. in today's world of like media and social media and all of that, it's like you have to put up a little bit of a guard. It's it's not as easy to be so open and revealing now because people can now attack and so from so many different angles. Yeah. So you have to be a little more guarded. I but I do agree that Mariah does not need to be so over the top in her, her diva, um, mm. her diva wall that she has built. See, I would love if that it. makes sense. I would love it if we have like this through the rain, Mariah, on interviews and TV shows, like casual and fun and open. And then on the stage, we get diva to the max. Go diva out all you want on the stage. Yeah, I mean, that like, would be ideal. We're getting but too much it's, diva it's crossover. Not, I, again, it's that diva wall that's built up because yeah. you have to, you know, you have to protect yourself in today's world because mm-hmm. people like to hate. Yeah. All over. All right, so let's talk about the other segments of this show and yeah. fan so fan moments. So there's like scenes of Mariah backstage, I guess, with a bunch of like hardcore lambs. Yep. Lambing out big time. All the way out. Uh-huh. I love that. I mean, they talk from everything from the charm bracelet that she's wearing yeah. to reading books in school and like everything in between the whole biracial thing. Uh-huh. Um, I would just like to say just overall in general, me as a longtime lamb, yeah. when I watch this, I look at the audience when she's out there performing living. Every, they're all living for their life. Gagging, everything yeah. is just like, people are just overjoyed. Uh-huh. And I look at it and I see so many hardcore lambs there that I know that I've met that yeah. I like still see around to this day. Some of them are missing in action. I don't know where they are. I wish them well. But like this was a full on like Mariah and Lamathon. Yeah. You can and tell. there was just like that one select group of fans that like got to like go backstage and like sit and talk with her for like a long time. Um with Sway, the VJ from MTV. Uh-huh. Um but I just love those moments. Well, yeah. Again, they did them in black and white, sort of like those close-up moments from the interview, which I liked. Yeah. Again, everything down to the editing, to the the way it's all put together is all very, very well done. Well, it's just nice to see her sitting with the fans and letting them fan out and tell this and have that moment with her and tell their story. And she's just sitting there, casual, relaxed, talking, enjoying herself. These days, you just see her doing that meet and greet where it's two seconds. Like, hi, snap. Quick. Yeah. They don't know what to say. 
It rushed off. Yeah, I'm. But again, it's a different day and age. I know, it's a I different know. time. But just watch this Mariah with the fans. It's so much the, better. I mean, here's the thing. I've met Mariah so many times, and I'll tell you, every time I meet her, it's like one of the girls. I mean, I believe her name is Kristen. She's like, you're sitting here and you're looking at me like you know I'm a regular person. She's like, well, you are. Yeah. But it's like. That's the one thing that every time I've met Mariah, whether it was recently or like 10, 20 years ago, she will always like give you that moment uh-huh. like of her being there totally, fully in, engulfed in whatever that moment is. Whether it's just a f- five seconds to take a picture, yeah. she's there for you. She's looking right at you. She's listening. Um, or if it's like this full-on sitting down and talking to like this woman who's changed your life, uh-huh. like she was with the biracial girl, having that one-on-one, that connection. Well, it's humanizing. It makes her human. Right. I'm telling yeah. that's why this was strategically done to make her look that way. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if you didn't know what else was going on, you'd be like, this is just like the best thing ever. Yeah. They're doing this just because this is why. But obviously, it's all promotional to like clean up Mariah's image. Exactly. But yeah. I don't care about that because it was still really, really well done. Yeah. It's great. We need, we need another one. We will. We need a lot more. Yeah, we will always need one. Whether need, we hey, we could have a twenty more of I know, these, I know. we're still going to need another. I need a one. weekly one of these every week. <laughs> yeah. We could see her with the fans forever uh-huh. and never be never get enough and sing yeah. a bunch of songs. So I really like those fan moments. They they really you know they go back to the time for me during the whole charm bracelet era. Um, I met her so many times and she was so accessible uh-huh. to the fans. Right. You know, I think ever since, and then like once we belong together became so big, there were so many fans that just jumped on the bandwagon that Mariah had to back off and be like, well, listen, uh-huh. I can't, you know, I can't be so close to you guys because there's so many of you. Yeah. Whereas like in this day and age in 2002 coming off of glitter, it's like the people who were there are, were really hardcore and Mariah really appreciated that and she showed it by being so approachable, upfront, so accessible. Yeah. Nowadays, it's again, nowadays is even different from the We Belong Together days. Right. Because she was still very accessible, but she did have to, like, you know, take a step back a lot of the times. Now it's like, you never know who's coming up to you in a meet and greet. You have to, like, really be on guard at all times, yeah. unfortunately, mm-hmm. in this world we live in. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's hard to get moments like this again. Not that Mariah wouldn't or can't give us these moments, but you just have to think about it in a different mindset. Yeah. The world is different today. I know. Unfortunately. Jesus. All right. So All right. Now here comes in between all of these great interviews and moments, we get a little mini concert. Right. Which, which is was fantastic. Fabulous. Yeah. Again, I said this earlier in the show, but when I first saw this, I got so, like, scared. Like, whoa, what's wrong with Mariah's voice? Because she starts up with Vision of Love right off the bat as the show opens. And, you know, when she gets to the belting part and she goes, like, like, hold the note. You know, she's supposed to, like, belt it out. She, like, this is the first time you hear her sort of break it up. Yes. And she goes, turned out to be, be, uh-huh. be. And I was like, oh no, like, why is she doing that? That's so strange. That's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, great. oh my god, it sounds amazing. I know, like, I look know. at her like instinctual, you know, talent to go that way. Yeah, you know, like yeah, okay, maybe she. F- flubbed a little bit and she missed that big belt yeah but she turned it into something magical because whatever happened during the breakdown during the exhaustion her voice was strained obviously on the other end of it and this was pre-charm bracelet tour where she rebuilt her voice for emancipation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this was like still a rough sketchy vocal moment but but now looking back it's really good it's really really good actually and the way that she did that vision of love ending she continued that through the charm bracelet tour Uh at a lot of spots so it's like yeah she can definitely belt it if she wants to but now she's just doing it a little bit different yeah because like you know new style that's how she can do it and i love that yeah because i've heard her belt it out a million billion times. Uh-huh. Now I want to hear her do it a different way. Yes, because you know she has that instinct way to ch- switch up the the melody. Yeah, like in a second. Yeah, and so that's so I love that version of Vision of Love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it too. This whole every all the songs are great on this. Yeah, set, um, set list. Even when she does her through the rain, I was like, oh, that's a little different. And isn't it beautiful? They're really good. Oh yeah. gosh, I tell you that whole thing. Okay, so we're gonna skip some of the songs. We'll, we'll go back. We're to gonna them. mix but it up. The, yeah, through the rain when she again when she is opening up and she's speaking to the fans. And I know that this audience is nothing but hardcore fans. Uh-huh. Um, they all got there through Honeybee Fly, and they were all hardcore back when Honeybee Fly worked. was a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And just when she introduces the song and she says, like, thank you and all of that, like, it's so sincere. And, you know, I probably would have been here there boohoo crying if I was in the audience. I really would have been. Yeah. And um, you may know it. I've heard it. Called Through the Rain. um, Definitely want to dedicate it to all of you, all the fans, the real... Hardcore fans that stay with me through everything. And it's for you, really. And for all of you guys who tell me your stories about making it through stuff, getting through stuff, you keep me going. And I really do love you. Everything was so great. And that was the days of like hardcore nostalgia. Like, do it hardcore back then i feel like something's happened these days people don't fan out so hard in the audience like at the christmas shows i feel like people aren't super fanning out like screaming and jumping up and down and like really losing their shit i think they do for the last three songs these days yeah the christmas show the entire place oh yeah yeah for that yeah 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 it's no, a mean, Christmas no, show. What do you think? No, no, what do you no. want these people, you know? No, I mean like this level, like in this in this performance, in the Through the Rain special, like that hysteria where people are going nuts. I feel like that's kind of faded a little bit in the crowd. People still get into it. Watch. Watch their reactions. I feel like I don't see I mean, this. I know. I mean, I've been there. I, I mean, I don't know. This hysteria, that, you, which is nice to see it in this, like that hysteria that people experience just watching her sing. Oh, the lambs were living. Uh-huh. Like church. Living. Like an- yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, really good. Because, you know, I think one of the main reasons that everybody was so excited is because, like, Mariah proved to us that she will not be held down. She will not be knocked down. She will get right back up. And she's going to keep doing what her passion is, yeah. which is writing music and singing. Like, she's not stopping just because the media wants to paint her to be some crazy lunatic. Yeah. 
you know, she's going to keep going. And I think a lot of the fans at that moment were like, yeah, we're here. Yes, we're going to be right there with you, girl. And that's why they were like, this was the first time that we like really got to see her proving that she ain't going nowhere. Well, yeah. And her, sorry, I'm going to start crying. No, (laughs) Um, her overall message in her music is like, make it happen. Don't let them take you down. It's a long road. Don't let people take your dreams away. Yeah. So now we get to see her actually do it. Like she experienced right. uh, what it is to have your dreams taken away. You don't have a contract anymore. You're not popular anymore. You're down in the dumps. Now we get to see her like live to her, prove, true to her word. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, not to prove, but essentially. Live up to her, her message. Yeah. There you go. Oprah, um, when she started OWN, she said the same thing. She said, Oh, I had to go back to my own message and now live that. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. She has to like go back to her own mission and like, okay, what what do I teach people? What and, what and am I here it. for? Yeah. What's going on? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think that's that's why all the fans were going nuts. berserk, nuts Seeing over her this. Do it, yeah. Um, okay, so what else did she sing? There were some great songs here. Well, we've got some charm bracelet songs. We got yeah. boy and. The one and yours. Which are all great. Oh, great. So Cameron came out for the duet for Boy, which is great. They did a couple, they did it a couple times together. Um, Cute song, loved it. Nice little flirtation on the stage there. Yep. Enjoyed it. I think I like these songs live better live than the album versions now. Um, yeah, she did a really good job they're, on these. All really I, w- good. I would go yeah. with that. Uh-huh. I mean, I like them both. I love the Charm Bracelet album. Um, but I like, yeah. Yeah, so she does Yours, which is Which great. is beautiful. Fun little song. Amazing. Those high notes at the end were great. But my favorite high notes on all of these songs was The One. Which are good. When she went, the do 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 I was like, girl! Yeah. I was like, what? Uh-huh. That was like one of my favorite moments. And the one is like so random. Yeah. Although the one was supposed to be a single. It was supposed to be a single and then they changed it to boy. Wasn't it right? yours supposed to be a single with JT? Well, they did a duet, but like he he was taken off and I don't think it was going to go single. But the one was changed at the last minute to be... Oh, uh, to be boy? Boy. Yeah, so the one was going to be. So you think it's like random that she's performing it. And I think it's the only time she's ever performed it. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a single. So I think that's why it was on the set list. But a great performance. Totally good. A great performance. Uh, then she brings that Heartbreaker. And Brat Super is there. Super cute. Helping out. Um, now, remind me, because again, I could be, this could be one of the first times where she did both versions. Yeah, I think I know she did it like for all the shows from Charm Bracelet Tour on. No, she did it at the um hot, the homecoming special in the high school. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, did she oh, yeah, she did. And didn't she do it at the MTV Awards in Europe? No, I think that was the full on remix. Oh, that was the whole remix? I think so. With Brat and Missy? Yeah. And she did just the full remix for Oprah as well. This could have been the first time. Maybe the second time. Maybe second. Maybe the second time. We got both. Yeah. yeah. But I liked it. It was so perfect. It was really well done. And this whole thing is just Mariah in jeans and a hoodie by herself mm-hmm. on the stage. Mm-hmm. And then people come out randomly. A nice band in the back. Yeah. Randy Jackson. Sim- simple stage. Boom. Just Mariah singing. Yeah. It could not get any better. It really could yeah. not get any better. Heartbreaker sounded amazing. Like, and Heartbreaker live to me nowadays is now not always that exciting. No. This- maybe because I've heard it a million times. Maybe because I just, I don't know. But this yeah. one is great. I love this version. 
I think because her voice is different now, it doesn't quite give us what it used to be. There's something about the way she sings it in these days where it just sounds better. More fun. There's more fun. I guess so. I, I don't know. I would think it's not necessarily what she sounds like, but I think maybe just the band. Do you think? Or that the, that this one had more of like a band influence. Now she just plays the track. Yeah. It's probably that too. You know, like yeah. she doesn't have like that full full band like she does here. Like a full live sound. Right. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I just Could love be. this. I love this rendition. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And then she ends with Make It Happen. Oh, one of my favorites. Babe. Yep. One of my favorites. And, and she does an amazing job. And what a perfect song to end on. Yeah. This is really a perfect set list. I know. I wish I would pack. They should package this and professionally yeah. do it. Sell I'm it. telling you. Sell this because even on YouTube, when you got, because you guys have to go and like relive have this to. entire Top thing. Bottom. If you do not watch this whole thing after listening to this podcast. Lamb detention. So you're going yeah. to lamb detention. Yes. Because <laughs> this episode is so good. It is everything you would want as a fan, yes. as a lamb. Yeah. Look, it's it's on, absolutely everything. It just came up on YouTube. Recently, like a few months ago, someone put a, a full version of it on. Yeah, it's great. So it's definitely there for you. Um, but can we just end on this being a perfect little set list of like six songs? What is it? Six songs? Yeah. One, two, three, four, four five, five, six, six seven, seven songs. Seven songs, yeah. Perfect set list. I know. And she doesn't have to sing Hero. Nope. You know what I mean? Because you get something inspiring in there. Right. Make I think happen. there's so much in- inspiration with the Through the Rain make it happen vision of love yeah. i mean and then you go got all those other fun songs in there and it's just like it's perfect i know that she has to always sing hero now on stage yeah but like i'm glad that hero's not in this set list because it's perfect just as it is uh-huh i totally agree i think it's perfection you don't need to hear it because you get through the rain that's kind of hero-esque yeah yeah no i love it and i'm glad that these are the songs i couldn't have asked for anything better i know all the way around yeah I was so in love with this. These days with um, streaming, watch it on your television. Yeah. Put it put it up on your TV. Put it up. I remember back in the day, I had burned all these songs onto my uh, disc man <laughs> on the CD and you popped it in the CD. Yeah. You remember those days? Uh-huh. I was jamming out to this. This was like, they were like on shuffle. This like was, yeah. rotation, heavy rotation. This was back in the day. I didn't have MTV, so I had to like, Download it off, um, I think Mariah Daly back in those days. Probably, yeah. Where it took like a thousand hours oh, to yeah. like download all the oh, files. Oh, <laughs> I remember the days. Uh, Gosh, and to think that's really not that long ago. I, I mean, know. you think seven, 14 years ago? Yeah, what is it? 15? 15, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 14 or 15? 15. 15. That's almost two decades ago. I know. Don't even get me started. I was such a little gay. I know. Oh, I was a baby gay. I was jamming out to my Mariah. I know. I just loved everything about it. I'm just glad that we took a moment to relive this. And I hope all the listeners out there are reliving it because it is iconic. I think it's iconic special. One of her best specials. For sure. And I think it's a really great time to watch it. Just in our current Mariah climate, which is kind of down in the dumps, uh, watch this and you'll you'll feel renewed and hopeful. Yes. I mean, this can bring you nothing but joy. Yeah. Top to bottom. On that note, go ahead and watch it right now. Go. Yep. We're wrapping up. You guys go watch it and tell us all your favorite moments. There's so much. I mean, obviously we tried to cover everything, but it's just nearly impossible. 
This is um, like I know like we have like a lot of suggestion box moments and we criticize things. There's nothing to criticize in no, this special. Nothing. Nothing bad. There's nothing bad. I love her hair. Yeah, it's cute. I love the straight hair. I love the curly hair. Makeup is nice. Everything's perfect. There's those behind the scene moments when she's coming like it to start when she like arrives at the car the and car. out and there's all the fans. Uh-huh. It's just um, uh, who I want to know who produced this. Know, Where are they at? Can we call them? They should have done Mariah's world. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Because uh, this is the, this is golden. Yeah. This is the golden ticket right here. It I is. think. Yeah. So I hope all of you lambs out there think so as well. Let us know what you think. Of course, follow us, comment, rate, review, and subscribe on, on iTunes. iTunes. Yep. The social media. All of it. All of those areas. Share with your friends. Yeah. If you have not if you're a hardcore lamb and you do not show all your best friends this and like sit them down and make them watch it lamb detention lamb detention <laughs> we're starting that up now <laughs> you get a detention oh uh, because now i feel like i want to go back and watch this whole thing again okay we just, we just watch it three times like three yeah. times <laughs> I know. um because it's just so good so i am um i'm hoping that all of you lambs out there are enjoying it yeah all right guys that's it thanks for listening bye-bye bye